when you do something completely different from the market and you don't know how people are going to respond, it's very, it's a risky thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very scary. Mm-hmm. Right. So I remember one Alita day and her um, team my, my, at the Shoreline my, Hotel in Waikiki recently within the last couple of years took a huge risk in the rebranding and redesign of the hotel. So today we get to hear more about everything that went into the packaging, the the branding of it. But more importantly, we get to hear a little bit about the story behind the Shoreline and what they offer within the heart of Waikiki. So stay tuned. Let's do this. Aloha. Welcome to Hawaii's Best Podcast. Learn the stories behind Hawaii's best experiences, influencers, and businesses. Discover everything that makes Hawaii the Aloha State. And now your host, Brian Murphy. Aloha and welcome back to another episode of Hawaii's Best. You got episode 11. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date on future episodes. And if you've been hanging out with us for a little bit, go ahead and drop a review. Let us know what you're thinking of the podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. And also, if you're on Instagram, you can find us at thehawaiis.best. Once you're over there, hit the follow button and shoot me a DM. We'd love to connect with you and answer any of the questions you might have about Hawaii. And we'd love to hear more about what you love about Hawaii. So without further ado, let's go ahead and talk story with Elvita and her team at Shoreline Hotel Waikiki. All right, Alvita, thank you so much for joining us today on Hawaii's Best. How is everything going on at Shoreline and who do you have joining us today? All right. Good morning, Brian. Thank you. We, um, I'm very excited to be here with you. Um, I have brought two people with me. I have um, May Kabawatan. She's a director of revenue. And then I have Josephine Tedro, who is a director of sales for um, the Shoreline Hotel Waikiki. Aloha, Brian. Aloha. Thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about Shoreline. When did it open and what's kind of the history behind that? Well, let's see. Um, Well, we relaunched the Shoreline back uh, July 2018, so last year. And that's when we really rebranded it. Um, But the history of this hotel, it was originally owned by United Airlines. And then our ownership purchased it back in 2012. So... Um, we did a whole renovation, a complete renovation right after we took over um, back in 2012. But as years went by, we realized the market was totally changing. Mm-hmm. And um, what we did back in 2012 wasn't, um, we felt that it was no longer up to par. and We needed to do something different. We had so many um, hotels that came into the market around 2017 that had very unique experiences. And so what we had to do as a small hotel was how do we compete and how do we get people to stay with us and how do we become different? So um, we decided exploring the idea of completely changing a brand and we wanted something that's definitely different from what you have seen in Waikiki. So we connected with an um, design agency um, in New York Mm-hmm. And um, basically, they came up with this vision of nature meets neon. But also our end goal for this hotel was become, was to become the most Instagrammable hotel. Um, knowing that now the travelers are all about the experience, 
and what they can share and, you know, just how they feel. So really it's creating more of an experiential touch points um, when they arrive at the hotel versus what do you have in the guest room? Mm-hmm. So um, really, we, we really thought at that time after six years of being open, because uh, it was a private hotel um, before, uh, we really thought it was time to refresh the Shoreline brand and amplify our offerings the amenities and programming to ensure that we continue to provide our guests with unforgettable experience. The design company agency that we uh, worked with, they came up with a vision to create a colorful, unique experience for the travelers that really focuses on bold colors and still have Hawaiian influences. So that's how the concept of how nature meets neon came up um, with the bold colors and Hawaiian influences. So the concept was bringing the dramatic landscape and the sunset of Hawaii with a contemporary twist. I love that. And I think you're absolutely right. It is definitely one of the most Instagrammable hotels out there. Just kind of scrolling through feed, your guys' content just pops. And I love the colors. And I love that concept of neon meets nature. That's so apparent. And I think that really sums up your guys' uh, brand. One of the things in, you know, you, you stay at a place or you experience um, something. I think it's important to know kind of the people behind the brand. And I'm glad you guys are, are here today. I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you guys got into where you're currently at in your role. So maybe speak into what your current roles are and then maybe a little bit of history and how what led you to uh, Shoreline. Yeah, definitely. Well, for myself, Alvida here, um, I actually originally, I'm from San Francisco. Well, I grew up in uh, Southern California, LA, and then I moved to San Francisco. While I was going to school there, I had a friend who um, asked me if I wanted to work at a hotel, but I wasn't sure what it was yet. And so when I told him I was interested, it was actually uh, to be a valet at Marriott, which was great. So I was like, I jumped at the opportunity and just, I never worked in a hotel, so I didn't know what to expect. But the amount of people you meet and the different people from all over the world, it was just such an exciting opportunity and experience. And I wanted to continue with that. So from there, being a valet drive, we used to park, oh my God, uh, I think the Marriott was 1,200 rooms. So we used to park over 300 cars a night. You really had to learn oh, wow. how to park pretty well, especially in San Francisco, those tight garages. But the people that came in really... Um, I think that's what grabbed me and just the different, you know, who you're meeting every day. It's never the same. So that really made me want to know more about the, the hotel industry. So I um, ended up wanting and moved up to the different position, tried the different um, departments within the hotel industry. As you know, there's so many. There's sales. There is the, uh, the revenue aspect. There's operations. There's the accounting. There's restaurants, um, food and beverage. There's so many different areas of hotel. You just have to really figure what what you're excited about. And for me, I was really excited about operations. I love being hands-on. So um, being part of uh, operation, I really wanted to know what it took to run a hotel. You know, in order to do that, you had to try housekeeping. You had to do front desk. You had to do um, maintenance. You just have to try all aspects just to understand how do you do this every day. And I fell in love with that. So um, with that, I just kept going. And um, I did try other areas of the hotel. And I realized my passion was more in operations, the day-to-day, and just meeting the people and just seeing how the hotel comes alive every day. I love that. 
Maybe Josephine can yeah. talk about her. Hi, Brian. It's me hey. again, Josephine Tedros. Hey, Josephine. Yeah, I'm with um, Sales and Marketing. It's my story <laughs> joining the, well, um, from my end, um, I came from the Philippines. I just moved here uh, here in the, on the island in 2015. Okay. And uh, I had a lot of experiences with different hotel setups when I was um, in my home country, uh, Philippines. The last post that I had was a director of sales of one of the big chains in, in the country. And then when I uh, arrived here in uh, in Hawaii, I was able to uh, get a job with, can, can I say, Hilton Property? <laughs> I was catering an event. That was my first Everybody job. Everybody has a pass. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not sure if, I, <laughs> I'm, if I'm allowed to, to, to right mention there. the brand. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was with catering and events. And after two years, uh, I was given an opportunity to go back to room selling. I was really glad, glad to... Um, uh, a director of sales and marketing role for both properties, uh, handling uh, Shoreline Hotel Waikiki and Coconut Waikiki Hotel. Yeah, it's really exciting to uh, sell a new brand, especially Shoreline uh, Hotel Waikiki, because whenever I go out uh, to attend uh, trade shows and exhibitions, you would see the excitement from the people that I have been dealing with, especially, you know, when you say Hawaii, they know that Hawaii can offer a lot of things, be it uh, water adventures or land adventures. You know, Hawaii itself is already a bliss, especially when they see our hotel and um, our design and our concept is to be the backdrop to an already exciting Hawaii getaway. Mm. So for our guests and community to share memories of their visit. And it's really very important that we are giving this excitement to our uh, clientele and their guests as well. So yeah, um, I'm really happy to you know to have this position and poster uh, you know my expertise in specific, specifically in selling. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah, and then we have May. She's the revenue person. So you know those are the ones that decide what how are they going to sell the hotel? What rates are we going to sell the hotel? <laughs> we mm-hmm. have the, the control of it. Hi, good morning. <laughs> hey, hey, good morning. Um, so with me, I mean, similar to a lot of the stories, um, you go into the hotel industry, not knowing what you want to do. Um, you start off at the front desk and, um, you try to figure out exactly if you can, if you, if sales is going to be your, your passion or revenue or operations. And initially my um, goal was to be in operations. So I did what everyone else do is, is, is work on different departments. Um, but one day I had my director of revenue come up to me and asked me if I was interested in doing revenue. And I honestly was not aware about revenue and what they, what they did. So she showed me a couple of things and I completely fell in love with it because it had, it made me realize that this is something that I wanted to do because it had results you can do, you want, you can try to do something to see what the results are Mm -hmm. and how it affects the hotel. And, um, looking at the strategy and what you do, will it work, will it not. So and always having, uh, being able to try the different things. It just made me realize that, wow, this is something I really enjoyed. And I kind of veered towards more revenue than operations. And I've been in revenue for a while. And it's just, I love sitting in front of a computer and looking at spreadsheet and knowing that coming up with with formulas and and looking at results and having that result and expect and knowing that you can see the result and expecting maybe a different one maybe this the the same one but it's always something to where there's that satisfactory to where mm-hmm. oh my gosh this is what I wanted to uh, see happen this is exactly where I wanted the hotel to go to so. 
and that's been my passion for until now. And and, and that's yeah. why I'm in this position. All right, that's great. I wonder if we can go back to 2018 because that wasn't that long ago. And yeah. I'm curious about the the relaunch, the rebrand. And I'm sure there was, you know, before um, I'm sure you guys did all your your research and all your you know, all the stuff that you needed to do, but I'm sure there was a little bit of tension in that relaunch. So I, I wanna maybe if we walk back there, what was that relaunch like? And then what has been the general consensus of how the relaunch went from maybe from the customer's view or from maybe staff? Sure. Yeah, I would love to talk about that. So again, like I said, knowing there's all these new hotels um, coming on to the market and they're so different, um, what do we do? So we did our research, we looked around and um, you typically see the same thing in a lot of hotels, very, uh, you know, similar designs. But what we did notice is many more hotels were going in a direction of uh, a lot of activities, experiences at the property, at the hotel and what the guests are able to do there rather than just getting a hotel room. They now, what do they do at the hotel they're staying at? So I just remember this, there was definitely, I don't know if you want to call it tension, but nerves, mm-hmm. definitely. Sure. Um, I just remember, I know when you do something completely different from the market and you don't know how people are going to respond, it's very, it's a risky thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very scary, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I remember one day, uh, my, my my asset manager and I were walking down Seaside after we've gone through different design meetings, calls to see what's going to work. We've seen a couple um, rendering and so on. And we we are starting the process. We started seeing the colors and, um, you know, we're walking down the street and he goes to me, did we make a mistake? <laughs> I was like, I got really quiet because honestly, I was probably thinking the same way because you've never seen anything mm. like this, right? Right. So anything that's so different, you just don't know if people are gonna how they're gonna react to it. Mm. So uh, because the concept was so different, and again, I've never seen it, so I thought, oh my god, I always ha- I had the same thought in my head. Maybe we did make a mistake, but um, but we knew being a 135 room property and we're surrounded with hotels, we knew we had to do something completely different. Mm-hmm. And honestly, at the end, it all worked out when everything started coming together. You when, Okay. So when you see a uh, design board and you just have a bunch of colors, it is scary. Mm-hmm. Like you can't <laughs> visualize it. And this is why I'm not in design, right? Because right. you just see a you don't know how it's all going to come together, but everything just started to come together. And um, again, it all kind of worked out. The The design agency, BHDM, came up with this uh, great vision and they really did a good job of putting it together. Fantastic job. So they found a way to reinvent Shoreline just to create more of that engaging experience for visitors and locals from the moment they arrive. So again, the whole concept is being the most Instagrammable. So when you walk up, we, the designers came up with so many different back backgrounds that you can just share with um with everyone when you arrive at the hotel we've got the ombre wall when you first come in we've got the hat wall even at the front this as you're checking in we've got that neon aloha sign that they can share we've mm-hmm. got the mural artwork and up in the pool area on the rooftop pool that's this um that was designed by dj neff um even our hallways there are so many different colors you've got the um the blue the red and the green um so it's just it's all just very bold colors that you would never expect it. So again, it was very scary, but yeah. to see our guests 
um, enjoy it and their their excitement Mm -hmm. to see something completely different. Mm -hmm. I stand at the lobby sometimes and when they walk in, they're just in awe and they start looking around and start taking pictures. And again, that was their ultimate goal. So seeing Mm -hmm. that happen, that was awesome. That's awesome. You talked a little bit about that tension, but what was that opening day like? What was that moment like? Well, you know, we had a lot of people here. So yeah. we're sitting here trying to figure out, hopefully they get it. They understand our yeah. concept and they just don't come and go, what, <laughs> what is this? You know, because yeah. you, um, you, I don't know if you've seen the picture, you come in, you've got bright yellow chairs. We've got a cage with um, birds, colorful birds. They're native birds. We call, they are native birds. We just say that um, they've dressed up in very colorful outfits, um, you know, and you've got this long blue chairs, this hot pink area rug. So it's a bunch of colors. So we're standing there going, how are they going to react? But as soon mm-hmm. as they start coming in and just the comments that we're um, getting, the feedback we were getting, um, we knew that was the right decision. You know, it's just so different. And, and then also, Alvida, what makes us really stand out yeah. uh, from other hotels as well is aside from the physical um, unique features that we are offering to the public, we are also telling them a story. Correct. Mm. And that really excites and stimulates our guests when you tell them the story that from the ombre wall, there is um, an inspiration behind that wall. And then when you get inside the lobby, you would see a, a big uh, jungle wall, white wall. Mm-hmm. It's a 26 feet. And then the hot wall, as Alvida mentioned. And then when you go up to the swimming pool area, you would see a colorful mural created by uh DJ Neff. Uh, it's uh, he's mm-hmm. a famous California artist, and even in the room we have this "You Are Here" a wall. It's actually a topographic map of the Hawaiian Islands hanging over the beds. So yeah, the story behind our concept it it makes our guests more excited to see our property. Right, mm-hmm. and not just the, again the physical aspect mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. but it's also the what we are what we have offer at the hotel we know again as i said earlier that it's all about the the experience that they uh encounter at the hotel so what can we do here so we have also created a lot of different guest activities Mm -hmm. on site where we have we call it salty and sweet so Mm -hmm. we've got shave eyes Mm -hmm. with popcorn Mm -hmm. um we have live music we have wine tasting Mm -hmm. we have haku lay making um, mm-hmm. we, um, we had hula, we mixology. had Zumba, mm-hmm. we had mixology, mixology. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. are trying different things and we want to bring them into our hotel. So our guests can experience the different, um, what, you know, what it means to stay at shoreline. When I was down in Waikiki about a month ago and what I loved and I'm like, oh, there's shoreline. It, you guys are kind of this not hidden gem, but what I think you guys have done phenomenal job. What I've seen and what I've heard is repurposing a location, a building and breathing new life into it. Mm-hmm. I think that speaks a lot into one, respecting um, just kind of nature, right? Like just to like tear something down and put something back up. What you guys did was repurpose something already there and turn it into something new. I just think that is awesome. And you guys are centrally located. Staying at Shoreline is kind of the, its own little oasis in itself. But then you're, you got the nightlife around around you guys and everything is accessible right there. So I know 2018 is is that kind of glow of relaunching and that 
that excitement in that, maybe that glow is starting to wear off a little bit. I'm, I'm just speculating. And maybe you're looking towards what's next. Have you had that conversation or what does the future of Shoreline look like in your guys' view? We've had that before. We've had that conversation because I know we need to keep it um, exciting and interesting. And we do, um, we can't change the the physical aspect or the look of it right away because we right. just we did that. Mm-hmm. So what do we do to not become... I guess stale. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we we um, again developed this whole guest experience on property. Always bring in different activities that our guests can join join in for free, mm-hmm. and also get that little that experience of Hawaii. Still, you know, mm-hmm. um, we also it's all about the offerings really mm-hmm. that we have at the hotel. That's what we have to keep up here. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of, maybe we're switching gears a little bit here, but a lot of Hawaii's best audiences and some of the people that I'm in contact with are influencers, local, on island, but also from around the world. From my view, it looks like you guys have done an amazing job at partnering with some influencers. If somebody wanted to get in contact with you, is that something that is available? Yes, definitely. Um, they can definitely contact us directly or they can contact our uh, PR agency, uh, Made Society. Okay, that's good to know. From your guys' view, uh, living on an island for a little bit, if someone's coming to the islands for the first time, this is one of the questions I just love to ask because there's no right or wrong answer. And, and I think for the people listening in, tuning in right now, I think it's good to as they're preparing their trip to Hawaii. From your guys' view, what are some things to be aware of prior to coming to? It could be Oahu, Maui, Kauai, it doesn't matter what island, but just coming to the islands, what are some things that you would want people to be aware of to get the most out of their experience on the islands? Uh, for me, just because we have, I would say my advice to um, to be aware of to travelers here is utilize the, the hotel resources, meaning ask the front desk where the the hidden gems are because mm-hmm. we live here. So we kind of know we go to certain places that a lot of our tourists won't go. So I, I mean, always talk to the people at the hotel because they will give you some tips on where to go that it's not the typical thing that you see. So you get mm-hmm. to really experience Hawaii, um, you know, or experience living like a local. So I would definitely add, tell them, get to know them, talk to them because you know, front desk people love to talk to our guests and they yeah. love to share all their different ideas and what they do while, you know, while they do what they do here on island. Mm-hmm. From my end, I would, like what I mentioned earlier, Hawaii has a lot to offer. So I would strongly suggest to all the travelers, especially uh, those who are first timer here in Hawaii, to do a research and um, to, because um, most of the travelers, they're staying here for like what? Or four days or six days. Of course, we, mm. you know, I would advise them to maximize their stay because, yeah, there's a lot of things to do from surfing, hiking, and even food exploration. It's, you know, everything you can get it uh, here in Hawaii. So I would strongly suggest to research and get information about the things that uh, they really want to do, that uh, they're really uh, interested uh, to do and, you know, maximize their time while mm-hmm. they're here in, on, on the island. Well, I, think one, I think one thing that everyone needs to be aware of is how to, they need to relax, enjoy mm-hmm. what Hawaii has to offer. And I guess the big thing is just, just take your time and relax. 
Yeah. That's... And enjoy the culture. <laughs> right. And local experience. <laughs> Yeah, slow down, enjoy the culture, <laughs> talk to people. To, yes, and that's right. Drive the speed limit, don't honk your horn, just like, just it's going to be okay. You're in Hawaii. Is there anything else that you wanted to add on to, you wanted people to know more about Shoreline and, and uh, your guys' brand? Um, aside from the, the colors, the design aspect and what we have to offer here, we also do um, offer a small uh, as amenity snack for each guest that arrive at our hotel that's staying for two nights or more. Mm-hmm. And we were we really did a lot of research on our snack to make sure that we're not just putting any just typical snack that you can buy anywhere. So we made sure that our snack tray is consistent of a lot of a lot of local items here. That is amazing. I wanted to go there a little bit because a lot of people I talk with, businesses, hotels, a lot of it is about supporting local. And yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Maybe you can unpack that a little bit. What does that look like for Shoreline? Um, one of the um, best examples is the our welcome amenity. Yeah, because our welcome right. amenity it has like 13 local Hawaiian products. So we're showcasing, you know, what uh, we you know the unique food what? or yeah delicacies here in, here in mm-hmm. Hawaii. Because uh, that way it's a combination of um, macad- you can find macadamia nuts, mm-hmm. uh, potato chips. We've got uh, local, gran- the granola gran- bar from Ana Anahola mm-hmm. granola bar from uh, what island is that? I forgot now. I think Big Island. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the kukui nuts. Um, we've got the passion orange juice, yeah. mm-hmm. and so again, really important to uh, support the local um, businesses here, just so people. Again, you come to Hawaii to experience Hawaii, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so you want to do that, and you, and in, by doing so, uh, we, we again, it was very important for us to do the local aspect with our, our welcome tray, our welcome amenities. We also once a week we do what we call pauhana, because mm-hmm. you know it's what that um, you know pauhana mm-hmm. weekly. And um, so what we do there, we also offer our local snacks. We have the live music, local uh, artists here. It's always great to see like the snacks being in because it's so different. We've got the mochi. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, forakaki or mm-hmm. um, sorry, arari. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the dried mango with the lihing. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know, it's, it's fun to watch people say, oh, what's this? You know, how do you eat this? Mm-hmm. It's just it's very cool to introduce them to something very new. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's good. Well, ladies, thank you so much for your time today. How can people find out more about Shoreline? Where can they go? They can definitely go to our website, uh, shorelinehotelwaikiki.com. They can also check us out on our Instagram, our Facebook, and they can call us directly as well, which is at 808-931-2444. I just want to thank you. As you're talking, I had a kind of thought pop in my head. And I just want to say thank you for taking a risk. And you could have just played it safe and you could have you put up a, a, a really good hotel, but you took a risk. And I think you're seeing that pay off. And it's a unique experience and it's an intentional experience. It values your guests and it values local culture as well. I know that there is probably a lot of, like you mentioned, tension le- leading up to the relaunch and the rebrand and all that. But way to go, way to be an example of just taking a risk and going with your gut. Well, thank you so much. Now that we see what it is, it's, it was definitely worth it. That's great. Well, again, thank you so much for your time coming on Hawaii's Best today. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for having us on. We really enjoyed this. 
Thank you. Thank you, Brian, for the experience. Absolutely. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. Well, I just want to thank Elvira and her team again, just for taking the time to come on Hawaii's Best and sharing a little bit more about Shoreline and, and the recent rebrand and what they're up to, what the future looks like at this amazing hotel. If you're planning on coming to Waikiki, definitely consider checking out Shoreline. And, and like I mentioned in our conversation together, uh, if you're an influencer on Instagram, hit them up, send them a DM, send them an email. They're always looking to partner with influencers and spreading their brand, spreading awareness of what they're all about. So that could be a cool opportunity for you if that's uh, if that kind of fits your, your niche. And again, just want to say thanks for hanging out with me today. And I look forward to hanging out again on our next episode of Hawaii's Best. Until then, aloha. Thanks for listening to Hawaii's Best Podcast. To stay up to date on future episodes, be sure to hit the subscribe button and follow us on Instagram. Hawaii's dot best.